Hi, welcome back to the Voice of Hope. Today the topic's going to be Enjoy the Journey. And today I have a special guest on the podcast. Her name is Marielle Morales. And I'm so excited to have her on today. Marielle is the reason that I started to have this podcast here. Um, I've always wanted to spread hope. And I just did not know how to go about it. And me and Marielle uh, met in January of this year through a really good friend of mine, Krista Joy. And we started to talk through Facebook, and I started to watch her business page. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, she did a lot of work with uh, makeup, uh, motivational speaking, and... Then she began to share her story uh, during the springtime of the year. And that's where I really connected with Marielle. Uh, it inspired me so much that I thought, wow, you know, if she could share her story, then just maybe I could. And, you know, we all have a story. And um, sometimes that story that you tell is, you know, that will help unlock someone else's mess. You know, that will inspire them to want to talk about what they're going through. So as I got to know Marielle and uh, listened to more of her story, um, I became one of her clients. Um, she also is a life artist. And... Um, she is a coach, a life coach, and we began to work together. And one day, uh, during the times that I began to work with Marielle, I was having a really rough day uh, with my illness, and I called Marielle and asked her to pray with me. I thought I was going to have to go to the ER. And she took me back to a time uh, where I was in the hospital and I was having my brain surgery and how I thought I wasn't going to live through that moment and she said what did you tell that girl what did you tell that girl and I started remembering what I was thinking I was going to make it uh, and the people that were around me and there was a lady there you know, after I come out that I had prayed with, she had came to me when she heard I had come through and I had prayed with her. And just telling Marielle that story, it brought me through that moment. And it made me remember that in 2005, a year before all of these things started to take place and surgeries, I had a dream of someday of spreading hope to the world. When I got back on my feet. Well, here we are 13 years later, and I met Marielle, and that's how the Voice of Hope began. So I want to introduce you to Marielle and let her tell you some of her story. Hey, Marielle. Hey, Andrea, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. I am just thrilled to be part of your podcast today, so thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us. 
uh, tell us a little bit about your story and what got you started in uh, being a life coach. Well, Andrea, it started when I was a little kid. I um, come from a Puerto Rican family, born and raised in Puerto Rico with a very um, strict, uh, very um, conscientious and and conservative um, family. And they raised me very well, right, to be the good girl that you should be, to not be trying to fit in and all of these things, but that actually brought me to be victim of bullying in school. And throughout my years of growing up in the different schools that I was in, I was victim, been a victim of bullying for many, many reasons. Um, for, you know, being too thin, for having my nose and my feet grew too fast and my body had not caught up to it. So I looked a little odd when I was um, younger. And the kids will even call me Toucan Sam, you know, that bird from the Fruit Loops cereal? Yeah. So that started, you know, causing me to have very, very low self-confidence. Um, I just wanted to fit in, and I wanted to be liked. I wanted to be popular like every girl usually wants to be. And the more I tried, the more I couldn't fit in. I was just different, and I hated being different. And my family did encourage me to still be different, but I didn't want to be. I wanted to be like everybody else. I also developed asthma and severe allergies, and I became a very sickly child, constantly in the hospital, bronchitis almost every month. And I started getting even being bullied and ridiculed by my teachers in school. I had uh, one of the teachers will say, and I was probably, I don't know, fifth grade, fourth or fifth grade, and she would say, we need to throw Marielle in the trash can because she's just always sick. So can you imagine what that would do to a child oh, to wow. hear that from the teacher? Wow. So it, you know, it just continued to crush my spirits, and I always remember thinking, why don't I just disappear? Why was I even born? I mean, nobody likes me. I don't have friends. I don't have a normal life. I'm always sick. Maybe I wasn't meant to be in this world. So I continued to grow up being a very insecure woman, um, afraid of everything, uh, always embarrassed, always wondering who's going to be the next person that's going to make fun of me or laugh at me. Who's going to try to take advantage of me because I don't know how to defend myself? I will say yes to everything just so that people will like me. You know how that is, right, Andrea? Yes, I do. And I continued to grow up, went to college, same thing. I just could not shake off these feelings of hating my life and hating who I was. So I started imitating other people. Once I got to college, whoever I will hang out with, I will imitate. I will laugh like them. I will eat the things they would eat, even if I didn't like them. I will dress like them. I will do my hair like them. Um, I will take even the same courses in college as they did because I thought they were cool. And they didn't even have anything to do with my major. Um, so I continue to just try to be someone else. 
And whenever I felt rejected, whenever I felt like I couldn't fit in, I um, would contemplate suicide. Uh, I didn't know I was actually clinically depressed. My family will take me to counseling and all of that, but they didn't want me to be on medication, so they wouldn't really follow through with all of that that I actually needed. They didn't know I was in such a dark place. So I grow up, I graduate, I get my first job, and then I decide to move to the United States to start a new life where nobody knew me to see maybe here I will be more successful or at least feel accepted. Well, I come to this country and then I'm not accepted because I don't speak the language very well. I behave differently. I have different morals and values. I think differently. Um, I didn't have any money. I didn't have a job. I was just somebody here that wanted to make a living but didn't even know where to start. And that just made me even worse because people started making fun of my English and making fun of whenever I didn't understand something. And trying to be a professional, I had become a registered dietitian by then. And trying to be a professional in a hospital where people will just mock me and make fun of me all the time. I imagine I didn't even want to go to work the next day after having one of those days where everybody laughed and everybody thought I was funny and I didn't feel funny, you know? (laughs) So that led to a really big depression for me. And that's when I started doing, I started cutting so that I could feel less pain. So I started cutting my arms and my wrists. I would do just gently cuts, Mm -hmm. um, gentle cuts, because I was afraid of, how much it will hurt, and I was already in so much pain inside, I didn't want to hurt even more. But I thought, if I just start little by little, I will get the courage to finally do it and disappear, because I don't want to be here. I I just don't. God made me to just suffer, and I don't want to be here suffering anymore. I just want to go to heaven and die, and that's it. So I cut for a little while until finally my first husband, um, found out, actually caught me doing it in the middle of the night and took me to a psych ward where I was there for a whole week. It was the worst thing that has ever happened to me was to be in there. Because guess what? I was also made fun of when I was there. Wow. I was the only one that didn't smoke. So when I wanted to eat because you didn't, you couldn't get snacks or anything in your room. You had to wait until you went for the meals in the cafeteria where we would all go as a group with the nurse. And I look forward to eating. I've always been a big eater, and I love eating. And it was like the only time you get out of your room to do something different was when you went to eat. And because I took my time and I ate lots of food, um, the girls that were in that ward with me, wanted to go smoke, and they kept yelling at me. They would steal my tray and um, hide the food from me so that I wouldn't take too long, and they could go get smoke. We had to all go together. If we were eating, we were together. If they were smoking, I had to be with them, even though I didn't smoke. So I was bullied there, too. And once I got out of there, I never, I was never the same. 
every time something happened to me, every time I felt rejection, every time I just didn't feel like I could do what I always wanted to do, I just went back to planning how else can I end this life. This life is not worth living. Fast forward a little bit after that, I finally get divorced. Um, I decided that I was not in love with him. He was a great guy, but I wanted to feel passion and love. I wanted to love him the way he loved me, and I couldn't. So we decided to get divorced after seven years. And I started the dating process, which was horrendous. Because the guys were so mean to me, Andrea, so mean. They will tell me that I was fat, that I look older than my age, that um, there was no way I was 30, 38, um, that I needed to lose weight before they could date me, that I had a pretty face, but my body was not that pretty. And I kept thinking, gosh, I'm not even morbidly obese. I'm just maybe 10 pounds overweight. Maybe 15. It wasn't that bad. But yet, people just kept doing things like that to me. So I just kept going into from one relationship to the next, getting with the wrong guys because whoever could give me attention and make me feel beautiful, that's who I landed with. I didn't care if they were in the right prospects for me. I didn't care if they didn't have anything to offer. I would just go for it. And, of course, my self-esteem was so low that I didn't go for anybody that was actually a good guy, a guy that had it together because I didn't feel like I could compete with that person. So all of that just led me to another marriage, another divorce, um, multiple failed relationships, and just continued to plan on how can I disappear. So I finally agreed that I needed medication so that I could help myself control my emotions. I did that, but still, I was empty. Just, I really couldn't understand why God will give me so much. Why would he put me through so much? If he loved me, why? Why me? So I lived in that pity party for a long, long time. Just going through the motions, going to work, coming home. Um, After the divorce, I really hit rock bottom, that was about three years ago, and I started becoming, I had a developed social anxiety, so I couldn't go out anywhere that I didn't know, like, I couldn't go to the public, to Publix, to the grocery store, I couldn't go buy clothes, I couldn't go to a restaurant, I could only go to the offices that I worked with, because I knew them well. And if there were offices that I didn't have a good relationship in at that job that I had before, I couldn't even go in. I would start shaking. Um, it was like a panic attack that I would develop. I would run to my to my car, hide in there, and cry because I couldn't even function out in society anymore. Wow. So I cried myself to sleep every single night for about a year until I decided that it was I was done. It was I was either gonna kill myself for one for once and for all, or I was gonna move out of this depression and become whoever I wanted to be. So I hired a therapy uh, a therapist who was more like a life coach, and she helped me work through all of those deep issues, figure out what was holding me back, 
helped me let go of some of the things. And from there, I decided to just be whoever I wanted to be and not care about what anybody else thought of me. So after that, I became a makeup artist. That gave me a little bit more confidence. And I wanted to build a business to help women feel confident and beautiful because I didn't for so long. And that's how my beautiful and confident business came about. And that is how I met Andrea, and she became one of my um, students in one of my coaching programs. And now, I'm no longer that person. I don't want to kill myself anymore. I actually love life, and I finally understood that God gave me all of those trials and tribulations and sadness and pain and bullying and rejection because I needed to be someone to inspire someone else. There had to be more women that were living through the same things I lived. And how could I help them if I did not overcome all that? And so that is my mission in life, is to build confident women that feel beautiful and that are willing to claim their gifts with confidence to create the life of their dreams and inspire others in the process. And that is how my name, The Life Artist, also came about. Wow, thank you so much, Marielle, for sharing your story. That means so much that you were you allowed us to hear your story and be so open. Uh, I know so many of us, we hide away, you know, just like I did for so many years. And if you had never shared your story with me, it wouldn't have given me the courage to share my story today and I just want to thank you without tearing up <laughs> from the bottom of my heart for, for sharing your story and pushing me to come out of my shell and I hope that uh, Marielle will inspire so many of you out there that you're not alone no matter what you're going through reach out to someone tell someone you know, what you're going through. Ask for help if you need professional help. Tell a friend. Just speak out to someone because someone really does care. And um, I hope that through sharing our stories and I'm going to continue to share other stories on the podcast that they would inspire you to see that you're not alone. And... Marielle, uh, could you please tell us how they could connect with you on your business page? And um... um, Yes, absolutely. Well, Andrea, I first want to say that I am so proud of you Thank for you. taking the step and wanting to break out of that cocoon because you were hiding in there. You have so many talents and you have gone through so much and have so much hope to spread like your podcast is. And you were not doing anything with it because you were not willing to claim those gifts with confidence and understand that your story was meant for someone else to thrive on and to be inspired by. So I'm very proud of you, and I'm so happy that you decided to do this podcast that's going to help so many people out there. And, um, yes, you can connect with me on Facebook. Um, my the name of my business page is Beautiful and Confident. 
you can also find it by typing in the type in the website bit.ly forward slash beautiful confidence or you can go to my website www.beautifulconfident.com so again www.beautifulconfident.com and that will lead you to all of my different um, courses and my different pages where you can follow me and um I'm going to start a podcast as well because I love what Andrea is doing. So eventually I will be uh, able to share that with you all as well. Thank you so much, Marielle. And thank you for taking the time and the many hours and days that we've talked. It's helped me more than you ever know. And just like Marielle, uh, it did take me a lot of days to do this. And I chickened out <laughs> a lot of days. And I was like, no, I'm gonna not going to do this. No. Who wants to hear my story? Who wants to hear all these stories of all this stuff I've been through? And one day, Marielle said, what if you die tomorrow? Then who's going to, what legacy are you going to leave? Who's going to hear all the poetry, all this stuff that you wrote? And it made me stop and think. And I found a quote by a lady named Morgan Nicholas today. And it just reminded me of that. It says, Tell the story of the mountain you climbed. Your words become a page and someone else's survival guide. And it's so true. Just how Marielle shared her story with me. It pushed me enough to let me crack my shell just a tiny bit and slowly come out. I'm not all the way there, <laughs> but to slowly come out. And I hope that uh, you'll be able to come out of your shell and start to share your story with someone. And uh, connect with Marielle. And you can reach me on Facebook or if you don't feel comfortable with connecting with us, a friend. But, Mary, I want to thank you again today for being here and sharing your story. And as I end the podcast today, I would like for you to think about all that you've been through and enjoying the journey. And that doesn't sound like something fun when you're going through hard times. But when you look back, at all the things that you've been brought through and you have come through. You're still here today. And just know that you'll make it. And every struggle, you know, every time you get past something, there may, may be another struggle up ahead. But you'll make it. And just learn to enjoy the journey right where you're at. So think about that as you listen to this. I can almost see it That dream I'm dreaming But there's a voice inside my head Saying you'll never reach it Every step I'm taking Every move I make feels Lost with no direction My faith is shaken But I, I 
told you today you are so loved so get out there and spread some hope until next time bye bye and sometimes uh oh let me